Hello. The intro's not working, but that doesn't mean that we're not having a show, just like last week. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Best of Five, a weekly FGC podcast. I'm Efren. This is Michael Donka Schiller. We're joined, as always, by one Stephen Ace King Offsuit Jurek. Have I ever referred to you as Stephen? Uh, if you have, I don't remember. Is that what you go by uh, with your close friends and family? Uh, it's what I go by according to the government. What do you go by to your friends? I've never, I, I wouldn't know. Big Daddy Ace. <laughs> Nobody I believe calls that. you Big I, I, Daddy I believe Ace. That. I bet someone does. Everyone calls me Big Daddy Ace. <laughs> Everyone. Steve, I don't believe Everyone. you. Everyone. You, you should. It's the truth. I swear on everything that is somewhat good in the world. Big Everyone Daddy Raptor also joins us. John Velociraptor Guerrero. What? <laughs> God damn it, Lon. Um, hey, Big Daddy Raptor. How you doing, What's bud? Going on, guys? Not too bad. Not too bad. Hey, remember? I'm having a nice little Tuesday. Oh, yeah? Tell me why. Because it's Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing behind that, man. I was just trying to have small talk. Okay. Well, um, I, I used to uh, go online to this website called YouTube.com and watch uh, replays of this one Gokan player that I thought was really good. His name was Velociraptor Guerrero. And I used to think, damn, dude, I want to play some fucking Gokan based on watching you. In fact, that's where I first heard of you, man. And oh, thanks, uh, man. the reason I bring that up is because it is the 10-year anniversary of Street Fighter Four. Of the console release, if I'm not mistaken, because it came out in 2008 in Japanese arcades. And we're going to talk about that later in the show. You know what we should have done is played Street Fighter 4 online with a mic plugged in. Why would you want to do that? Because they can't turn it off, so you can just trash talk. Oh, yeah. That would have been good. Well, we, we, we didn't do that, by the way. We're not playing Street Fighter 4 today. You can find people online. There's like Efren and like some <laughs> other dude. And like, yeah, I'm still on there on PSN. Yeah. If you want to get in some uh, T-Hawk games. In fact, on our Discord, we uh, routinely discuss it. All right, guys. We're going to start the show officially the way we always do with a recap from Big Daddy Ace. Big Daddy Ace in the hizzy for shizzy. <laughs> you know how we do. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Couple of events. God damn it. A uh, couple of events. This past weekend, uh, starting with the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate North America Open. This was the first of three online qualifiers to determine which 12 players will go to the finals at PAX East. Uh, Seth, Sweet Tea, Wrath, and Numbreon all picked up wins in that single elimination tournament. So congratulations to all four players. They are all headed to PAX East. Uh, later this year uh, if you want to get in on the action there are two more qualifiers the second one is actually this saturday so hurry and get in on that if you want if you don't that's fine i'm not going to judge you um, now notably i just want to mention that those are not particularly famous smash players dude just shit all over them so there's a couple in there that i've like kind of heard of but that's like you can tell that the way they directed it is the way it turned out because those well, yeah, are not it, huge names in the community. It is very much yeah. a, um, well, yeah, there's, there's that. There's also the fact that, you know, online and offline are different environments. You know, the things that 
make you a great <laughs> player online, the adaptations you have to make in a single elimination format with items, it's a different situation. So different people are going to get rewarded. Uh, there was a little bit of controversy because the top four, uh, these, they streamed it, uh, Nintendo did, and one of the matches suffered some serious lag. The commentators pulled away and they told the audience that, you know, it, it's only visual lag. You know, the players aren't experiencing it. Now, do we have actual confirmation? Obviously, we know it's a big steaming pile Bullshit. of Big Daddy Ace horse shit, but... <laughs> <laughs> is there actual confirmation that, in fact, those players were experiencing that lag? Has that actually been definitively proven? Uh, the One of the players involved in the match in question tweeted out that there was serious lag. So You know, I just wonder why they would... Because it was like a canned answer, right? It's like, oh, well... They it, cut it out very... It was going, like, frame by frame for a few seconds. And I've played a decent amount of online Smash. And, you know, it's not great, but it's usually not that bad. It seemed like it, something had happened. But he, he clearly lied. I mean, like, there is no chance that they weren't experiencing that. There's no reason that a spectator would see that lag and the people in the game wouldn't. It was, it was bullshit. Hey, guys. Um, Devitra says in the chat, if this had happened to a Street Fighter V during tourney, everyone would have been on Capcom ass. Uh, and I think what they're saying is we're not treating Nintendo the same way we would treat Capcom. It's we're talking shit right now. Situation. I'm not even done. Well, I'm warming up. <laughs> well, the, the problem with Nintendo is it's just like throwing pebbles at a you know brick wall. It's like they don't they can't hear you, you know, and they mm. don't care. So it's like, what does complaining mean, you know? Um, and, and, and beyond that, you know, this if the, if we're talking about an online tournament for Street Fighter V, we're probably talking about the CPT online qualifier which is a key part of the pro, pro tour season. Sure. In but do we this think instance, that if, if it were a, an exact re replication where it was not high stakes, um, where it was Street Fighter V and you could make the rounds, I guess, like 30 seconds long, the equivalent to putting items on and such, <laughs> do you think we would care as much? If, if we're talking that would get a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, it, it, in this case, it's clear that Nintendo doesn't see this as the prime competitive thing. This is just an extra thing to do. Mm -hmm. So people aren't looking at it with the seriousness that they look at something like a CPT online event. Now, yeah. if this was part of a full-blown pro tour for the game, then absolutely people would be losing their crap, and rightfully so. They'd be on Capcom ass, for sure. They, they'd probably <laughs> be on Capcom ass for that. <laughs> what kind of world do we live in where you have to worry about proper grammar and such in a Twitch chat? <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is, everybody knows the online is trash. Nintendo surely knows that online is trash, and they should have had a, they should have known what they were getting themselves into, and they should have had a better response. I guess the the saving grace, though it's not really a saving <laughs> grace, is that it was like the Nintendo hired host guy who said it. Like they didn't make one of the commentators lie about it, but. I, and maybe they can claim ignorance, but it was it was interesting for sure. It didn't it didn't look great, but the whole turn yet again the fact that it happened at such a casual tournament is probably part of why people aren't really caring about it the next day. Hey, I have a question: Were the commentators people who were pillars of the? Community? Yes, okay. they hired pretty pretty big name commentators from the competitive community to do the commentary, and then they had a third guy who was like a host type figure. Okay, yeah. All right, what else do we need to say so that people feel that we've been out adequately outraged? 
at how offended we are that Nintendo would lie to our faces. Fake news right there, Fuck dude. Capcom and Smash. <laughs> Why Capcom on that? I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> that I'm was just, a new jerk. That was like a... <laughs> Isn't that fair? I can't say that. Well, I mean, Capcom is in Smash. So, wouldn't yeah. saying fuck. Uh, yeah, they put Ryu in there, so they endorsed and it. Ken. They yeah. endorsed the lies. And Guile. Guile's in there. All the stickers Kyle's are in there. The music in that game is just so good. Yeah, it's pretty it's sick. I love Capcom. Right. Yeah, dude. We should be on Nintendo S sometimes more often, though. That's all I'm going to say about that. How about that recap? Big Daddy um, Ace. Let's move on to the Street Fighter League. This was the second weekend of that action. Uh, big wins for Nemo this weekend as his Aurora team got the 5-1 win over Scarlet. Uh, bouncing back from a 4-2 loss. Uh, round four was actually all about the 5-1 where the beginner won one match, but uh, the opponent's uh, high level and extreme level players got the win so after four rounds you have nemo's team in first place with 15 points uh everyone else still bunched together still early in the season uh remember this goes 10 rounds the top three teams at the end of the 10 rounds will go on to the uh the championship rounds I appreciate then, the color coding, by the way. We haven't made any color jokes. Uh, <laughs> jokes about whoa. color text. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Why do you cut to me, Alon? Why do you cut to me, Alon? That's not what I meant. What, what isn't what you meant? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone get on F and S. <laughs> Moving on. Thank you, Steve. Big Daddy Ace. Um, let's... Uh... The, the big event this past weekend, however, was Strong Style Japan. Uh, this was a 3v3 team tournament uh, that was run in a very you know, it, double elimination tournament, so a little bit different from what you see it from the normal Japanese team tournaments. Uh, this was won by uh, Team Dragon Ball, which was Chikorin, Rangchu, and Ulsan. Um, Strong top four performance for uh, Walker Gaming. Uh, there was, uh, you see the name BKC there. Uh, he became a very uh, notable, well, became a notable name. But we're, we're talking about him for reasons we wish we didn't have to talk to him, talk about him, about um he was supposed to compete this weekend, and unfortunately, he, he didn't show up on Saturday. No one knew why. Uh, it later came became known that he had passed away the night before the tournament. Uh, BKC is a very strong Brian player, uh, one of the best in the world. Uh, also a very big pillar of the Japanese community helpful for a lot of people coming into the scene. So he is someone that will be missed. Did they say and, what happened, Steve? Why he passed or what? Um, I, I am not sure, uh, of the cause of death. Um, I have not read any follow-up to it, but hopefully his friends and family, uh, find some peace, um, very soon. Yeah. Thank you for that, Steve. All right, and uh, what else did we have over the weekend? 
that was it event-wise for the recap. On a much lighter note, I did want to give a shout-out to Kakoma's Boyfriends, the American team of Riksta, Rip, and Tasty Steve. Uh, they provided commentary, and they were able to provide commentary all week, all event because they showed up late and got disqualified. So congratulations to them. Uh, but yeah, uh, not exactly the way we want to talk about uh, tech and especially players talented as BKC is someone who will truly be missed. All right, goes out to them. Mortal Kombat 11, they leaked the uh, roster on uh, those characters. So Steam updated their uh, achievements or the trophies. Oh, wait, or did, they re- did they leak it? I didn't see this. And uh, basically every... So there's like uh, perform two fatalities with X character is an achievement. And there's some in there that are clearly Raiden. Uh, that's how they discovered Aaron Black because there's one that says well, it's ERR. The, it's, it's the first three letters of their name. So Raiden could be Rain, but Raiden. Right, you're um, right. That's why Raiden was already in the game. He is. You're thinking is. Raiden from Metal and, Gear as opposed to Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Well, <laughs> with the pronunciation. So I thought Raiden was already of, in the game. He there, is. Yes, there is a list of achievements on the Steam database, and they were still partially in, like, code form. But what it was was that, uh, it, it, like, uh, some of the achievements were performed two fatalities with, and then there was an underscore, and the first three, what looked to be the first three letters of character stamps. So there was a B-A-R, probably for Baraka, an R-A-I for Raiden, um, an S-O-N for Sonya, and then there was an E-R-R, which, if you go through the entire list of Mortal Kombat characters, um, it's only Aaron Black that has ERR. Uh, and so that was the initial break. But then they continued to update Yeah, they, they, they thought that they, they were going like, to update it to remove them, but in fact, they updated it and added more. And uh, yeah. Mike hasn't seen these yet, and he keeps trying to scroll and get ahead of the game here. Do you want to give them up to tell us what, the, what they were? Ooh. ERR for everybody. Um, no, actually, I haven't looked through. The I'm looking at them right here. Updated. So there are yeah. some. Are we that are spoiled? Do people want us to? Spoil? Sorry, guys. Hey, cover your ears if you want to see this leaked list. But there was CAS, and people assume that's Cassie Cage. There's ERR, as we mentioned, Aaron Black, and then Fro, F R O, which people think is Frost. And that's why I was telling you, you guys owe me an apology and a congratulations I shit. because I told you that Frost is one of the best characters and that she should be in the game. Whatever. And boom. GAC. Why is she a good character? Huh? What? Why is she a good character? She's the shit, dude. She's cool. Yeah, I didn't think you had an answer. She's got one. cool daggers. She's a cool character. She's cool. It still might be Frost from Blade 1. I'm holding that. <laughs> yeah, that would be sure much better. There's GAC, which could be Jackie Briggs. There's GAD, which is probably Jade. There's KOT, which is Kotokan. JAD. <laughs> KUN, that could be Kung Lao or Kung Jin. And then there's LIU, which is obviously Liu Kang. Um, and then there's a couple of extra ones. TER, which is an unknown character. CET, which is an unknown new character. And KOL, which is an unknown new character. None and, of those are super crazy, I don't think. A lot but, people, of, but some people are like, dang, this is the base roster. Where are all my um, oh, favorites? Oh, are they thinking that's all the people base roster? Yeah, Terminator that would be a little weird. And these three new characters here. Every single one of those characters except Jade and Frost was in the last game. Yeah, that'd be interesting. It'd be kind of a small cast. Huh? I think that Cassie Cage and Jackie Briggs should not be on this roster. I think that they should put Johnny Cage in there instead of Cassie Cage. So Jax, Jax isn't in the game? Instead of Jackie Briggs. And then so it was like, oh, so you're just going to milk it in the DLC. That's the mm-hmm. uh, current argument. Yes, Alon? I want to bring up a point. No, Jax? 
they showed the character select screen at the reveal event, and it had way more than it had I like think 25. what was named. Oh, yeah. and then Shao Kahn takes up four spots because he's really big. Could be, but does he? No. <laughs> but I mean, if they already updated that once, then how are people thinking that that's going to be the full thing? Listen, dude, don't confuse me with the facts and logic. I mean, I'm just saying, man. Temper your yeah. You that know, roster would be a bit weak to me. I usually play Jax. So that'd be sad. You're I guess I've got Devora. Yeah, I love Jax. Devora's also, also FRO could also be Ferator. No. Mm-hmm. Was there no. an H? Was there an HSU? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was about to ask about HSU. I've heard of it. I heard there was an HSU. No, there isn't. No. There's no uh, Suho in here. That's upsetting. What about an LTG? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think wow. Low Tier God is in. Mortal Kombat 11. That'd be the hypest reveal. <laughs> no, it would not. He just goes, low, dear God. <laughs> like, fatality on him. I wonder what fatality Those would be like, like his three life. variations, the L, the T, and the G. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, did you guys see this tweet uh, that the Mortal Kombat official uh, Twitter handle put out of what would a fatality look like in real life? Any opinion on that? Um, what I do you think? Not. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 11 official Twitter handle put out what would a fatality look like in real life? And everybody was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, that's murder. like yeah. a video or anything? No. It was, just, it was really like, wh- what would it be like to murder someone? I, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that'd be assault and battery. Like, <laughs> yeah. and, and probably homicide, yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you just turn on the news? And uh, there you go. Okay. I think I get what they were saying, though. They just, like, can you imagine seeing someone do this to someone else in real life? And it's like, but, no, uh, that's why I play video games. For crying out loud. Yeah, think about it for two seconds before you go on social media. About it. I guess, so Ed Boone's tweet is interesting. What are your thoughts on the leaks? Hard to say exactly what he means by that. Well, he's like, you get mad at leaks because Sonya's beating the shit out of somebody in this tweet. It seems like they might be real based on that. They they trolled. Well, it, this happened with, I think it was Injustice 2, like two years ago, and Boone kind of mocked it as well. Uh, and it wound up to be that the leaks were true. They did like a list of, I think GameStop, right? Was it GameStop that accidentally leaked a bunch of stuff? Or like the GameStop so- in Italy or some shit like that. And so they were like, uh, well, there was also a GameStop that recently leaked some Mortal Kombat uh, 11 stuff. But they put like a list of like people to invite to the party. And it was just like to the Mortal Kombat or to the NRS party. And at the bottom of the list, after a bunch of famous entities or people, it was GameStop. And they were just crossed out. Um, (laughs) The point is, Boone joked about it. Because, I mean, obviously he's not going to be happy. But he joked about it. But it also was true. And so he's kind of handling himself in a similar situation. Doesn't at all confirm things. But from the little bit of information that we do have, that's something to hold on to and something to sway us a little bit towards the idea that this could be true. Now, let me ask you guys about this. Because this is something that's been kind of bouncing around in my head for a while. Um, I know you guys at Event Hubs reported it. Uh, and a lot of people were upset at you guys for uh, spoiling uh, oh, the yeah. list of the characters. So when it comes to this, when it comes to something like this, when you're talking about uh, potential leaks for characters of an upcoming game, do you think that it's do you think that they should be reported as news as in, you know, just get that information out earlier or should there should there be some discretion used uh, in terms of maybe say you know I don't know how how do you think that should be handled? Um, I I definitely see the point in in having the courtesy to maybe not list off the this the flat out names in like a headline where people might you know might be surprised by them. 
um, and to put that kind of stuff further down so that people don't necessarily see it if they don't want to see it. I get that. At the same time, it's not confirmed, right? And so this kind of stuff is floating around um, kind of out there in the ether, and it may or may not be. So, uh, I mean, technically it's not a spoiler. We don't know if it's a spoiler, you know? Um, it is. Yeah. I don't know, but I think it is. <laughs> I just I want mean, Frost to be I mean, chances are pretty good here. Um, as far as, like, uh, you know, policy and such, uh, I mean, you'd have to talk to the uh, to people like Catalyst to see what we would, you know, what we as a company kind of, you know, agree upon. Obviously, we, we handled it in a certain way. It's news. And, um, and, and it does feel like, you know, the, I mean, you can appreciate, Steve, being a, a, you know, a writer yourself that when something like this comes along that you do want to get it out there and you want to get it out there in like the most appealing way possible. So, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a thin line to walk me personally. I'm, I try to put myself on the other side and go like, would I be upset if this happened? And like, I personally wouldn't, but I don't know if I'm representative of like the, the majority. Like, I, I mean, I found out that, uh, <laughs> I found out that Snape killed Dumbledore in uh, my high school like hallway because someone was wearing a shirt that said it. Um, and, and I've never really had an issue with that myself. So to me, spoilers are kind of like whatever. It's more about the, uh, the overall experience. But um, anyway, to get back to your point, I don't personally find it uh, to be an issue, but I get why people would. And um, I mean, but as far as like Event Hub's company policy, that's more so up to the, uh, the powers that be, not myself. I'd be pissed if someone spoiled the bachelor for me tonight. I can, tell you that much. <laughs> can someone, everyone that's watching this, please? I'll seriously please stop looking at the, the chat. Bachelor for... <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I've the, got the an interesting. I've I've got a funny story for uh, the Snape thing that I'll tell you guys later. But my my belief is that it should be treated as news. You know, especially in a situation like this where. We're not talking about we're, we're talking about a product, you know, as much as we love fighting games, as much as as we love the Mortal Kombat series, this is ultimately a product that we are being asked to buy. And part of my decision is to whether or not I'll buy a game is what characters are going to be in there, you know, so Sam I feel like. I feel that if that information should be known so that I, as a buyer, can make the most informed decision, purchasing decision possible. That you know, you're going to know I, that kind of thing by the time the game actually hits the shelves, though, right? Well, well, well look, at, look at what Smash DLC is doing. They even came out and said, like, guys, we understand that it's not cool to ask you to pay for something that's not, um, that you don't know what it is. But do it anyway. But do it anyway, and we promise it'll be good. At least say something like that. I don't know. I, I think the difference here is that there, you know, we're talking about every ad you see from Mortal Kombat, every trailer you see has a link to pre-order now. They are asking for money now. So if you if you want me to give you money now, I want you to give me information now. Mm -hmm. That's my personal belief. I feel that. Yeah. I mean, man, we we get crap for posting about who won a tournament. And at that point, I go like, well, you know, go on ESPN and, and you know, the day after or the hour after the Super Bowl and, and don't expect spoilers about what happened there. It's like, yeah, yeah, right. So I don't know. I think we've really kind of we haven't figured out our balance as far as spoiler culture goes on, um, you know, now with social media being what it is. But it's something that I'm not too. 
on the anxious about on the Mortal Kombat subreddit right now. It's like, dude, some people don't want to know what it is, so don't like just casually mention that Frost is in the game. <laughs> Tag it spoilers. You guys don't think Frost is in the game after all? I hope not. I don't, what I, I, what what I don't what don't you like about her, John? She's just like I, I think they went. You know what we need is a is another form of Sub Zero. We could make it a girl, and that's different enough. Oh, like Cassie like, Cage and Jackie, Jackie Briggs, Mouse. who are also in the game, a female version of Jax, a female version of a Sonya Johnny Cage. I didn't say I Jackie Briggs is not a female version of Jax. It's just Jax's daughter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's basically what it is. Or is it Jax's daughter? I don't think it is. Yeah, okay, there you go. But here's the thing. Like. I mean, I played the shit out of Deadly Alliance, and and I never had like they didn't do a good job with Frost, is what I'm saying. She was not an inspiring character to me. I didn't like her. I mean, I I was intrigued when I first heard, oh, a female Sub Zero, that could be cool. I staggered. And dude. just playing, just playing through it, it was she wasn't just she just wasn't a very well made character. She didn't captivate me, and I think Cassie. Cage so isn't this a great is opportunity? But I think Cassie Cage actually had good character. Like, like they developed her, and and she's actually interesting to me. Their, you know, her fatalities, her her um, approach to social media was relevant. Um, <laughs> she had the sass of Johnny Cage, but the, like kind of the looks of Sonya. Like that makes sense. But Frost was just like, hey, you know, be good idea. And and then then they went with it, and that was it. And so that's this the is an opportunity to flesh out the character. You should welcome it, John. <laughs> I see your your look there. I can't believe Jax isn't in the game. He'll be DLC. It's over, Jarek. Yeah, you want Jarek in there, huh? All right, have we talked enough about Mortal Kombat 11 and the leaks? I can't wait. I'm so excited that Frost is in the game. And I'm still John excited Reese. that we were the first people to get to share that off. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, tag shit spoiler. If you don't want to see it, don't go looking for it. If you hear there's a leak, you know, avoid I still have yet, no, I shouldn't say because some people spoil it for me, but I've managed to avoid spoilers on a specific uh, video game that I'm playing. Okay. I won't tell you. Um, She's in another castle. Ha. I missed a joke. <clears throat> Street Fighter 4, 10-year anniversary of the console release. Do you remember the first time you played Street Fighter 4? I do. Um, the first time I played Street Fighter 4... I had a flashed Xbox, and my friends and I were playing every sort of game under the moon, and we pirated Street Fighter 4, and I played versus my friend like five times. Which character? Guy? I picked Blanca, and mm. he picked Sagat, and he was like, fuck this game, and I was like, damn, this is kind of sick. Was that your first? That wasn't your first fighting game. Uh, other than Smash, so that was my first like real fighting game that I played. I played Street Fighter 2 as a kid a little bit, but not much, so... Yeah, Street Fighter and Marvel 2 a little bit in the arcade. But Street Fighter 4, pirated, ended up buying it, playing it online a bunch. Yeah. And you stuck with Blanca? Yeah. Uh, in, in vanilla, I played a lot of characters. I would say Blanca was my main, and then I switched to Guile for Super. But John, yeah, Blanca Picker. John, do you remember yeah. the first time you played? Walk us down memory lane, would you? Yeah. Um... It had come out, and uh, I was living with Driftwood, and he said, hey, there's a new Street Fighter game that just came out. Do you want to get it? Because uh, we were both into to gaming but didn't have much of a relationship beyond that. We were just kind of roommates by happenstance almost. And so we went and got it, grabbed it for Xbox 360. He picked Ryu. I picked Ken. We played on Xbox 360 pads and thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then it was super cheap if you chip somebody out with a fireball and wake up. That was one of the day one uh, things that came of it. And... Um, 
And like little did we know that this would affect the next 10 years and beyond of That's our wild, lives. I mean, me especially, right? Like I'm working for Event Hubs now, I'm doing this show and, and like a lot of my life is based around Street Fighter, uh, inspired initially by Street Fighter 4 and sadly now hanging on uh, through Street Fighter 5. Why but, do you say sadly? I mean, we can come back to that, but... I mean, it's 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 nothing new. I've said that I'm not super happy with, and it's it's fine. It's just I'm not having as much fun with it, so it's harder to uh, it's harder to immerse yourself into it, like write about it and think about it and talk about it when it's not that fun to actually play. You know, it's like there's not that foundation. And it's not terrible. It's just not what I got in doing. You know, it's not for, um, and and that's fine. But anyways, like it, yeah, it was it was a moment that we really didn't realize how much that one little afternoon going to a GameStop and uh, and getting this game would actually affect the rest of our lives, you know? And then from there, it's just like, that's the game that got me to to realize that there was an FGC, you know, here in, in Tucson, and then there was another one over in Phoenix, and we could compete, and that it expanded out into virtually every state and across the world, and, um, you know, and then the rest is all history, you know? But it was, um, <laughs> I, I remember that day, I remember it fondly. Who was your uh, first character? Ken. Just I just picked up Ken. Probably played him for a month or two. Classic. Uh, yeah, because I, I knew the basics of him. Because like, I played, you know, when I was a kid on Super NES, uh, and, and but you know I knew how to do a DP and do a fireball that Tatsu would hit a couple times versus where Ryu's would and stuff like that. But um, but outside of that, I was a total scrub. His DP sets people on fire. How can you that's, not love that? That's the cool part of him. Yeah. And uh, when did you switch to uh, Go Ken? Oh, uh, you know, Driftwood would say he was switching characters like every 10 minutes. He'd be like, I'm going to pick up Cammy. I'm going to pick up Bison. And he like rarely did. I think he played like three or four characters over the entire course of Ultra. But one day he said, I'm going to pick up Goken. And he was the last character that we unlocked because that because that's how the game played out. You had to unlock everyone. And Goken was always the last character. And, um, and I just decided one day that like, I'm going to secretly pick this character that he's saying he's going to play. And I'm actually going to play him and uh, and surprise him with it. And I just started, and it, and it worked out enough. Like, it wasn't even that much of a thoughtful process. It was just, I did it one day, and it was fun. And I, you know, I won online enough times to validate the choice. And so I just kept going with it. And then, um, and yeah, and here we are. Steve, your turn, buddy. All right. Um, I didn't actually pick up the game in 2009. Uh, I was going through some personal stuff. So I wasn't really playing a lot of games that it was really super that I got back in in like 2011. Um, and it was, you know, I just picked it up, used at GameStop, and I went straight to Ken because I am a Ken scrub for life. <laughs> and I just, you know, I sort of stuck with it. It took me a while to get back into the swing of things, but uh, from there I went to this game. You know, I heard, hey, there's a tournament going on nearby at this mall that's close to my house. So I went there and I met a few people there and, you know, then I met more people. Then I went to a bigger event and it just kind of grew from there. I had friends that I, I had one friend who I first met through fighting games that I later worked with. Um, and just growing and growing from there. You know, I, I know I was late to the party in terms of Street Fighter 4, but it really was a big part of my life. You know, just being able to set that time aside, 
you know, every day and say, hey, I'm going to play this for an hour and just, you know, mash buttons, if nothing else, and have fun with it. You said that Super was when you first got into it. I remember yeah. the night that Super dropped, and we had anticipated it for a long time. But we were calling uh, video game stores around in the area to see which ones were maybe holding like release events or tournaments because it dropped at midnight, and a lot of them were open for it because it was a big deal. Like this game, even though Street Fighter is not the biggest in like the general public, it was big enough to kind of get them to do little promotions and such. So we were calling around. It was like a whole. It was this ordeal just because there was an update with some new characters coming. And man, uh, you know, that was, what, nine years ago or so. And, and like, now we just have DLC, and we're, we're talking about, oh, you spoiled it, and uh, I don't like that one as much, and I like this one, and I'm not buying it. And, and, but, but then we were just like, there are new characters. I didn't, I didn't plan on playing any of them, but it was just such a cool thing. And it's kind of crazy how, uh, at least in my experiences, the evolution of games and such and, and the hype around them has has changed. I guess it's just our culture changing, and it makes sense that it would, but well, just a short nine years ago, and it was, a, it was a whole different picture. Going on 10. Um, nobody asked, but here I go. I, uh, my brother was living in Austin at the time, and Arcade UFO nobody had Nobody asked you, Fred. <laughs> Big Daddy Ace. Come on, bud. <laughs> Let me tell my story. Fine, I'm asking. My oldest brother and his roommate were like, dude, there's a new Street Fighter out. They have it at Arcade Joe Phone. So, like, way before it came out on console, right? Like, well, this was like uh, uh, whenever UFO got it. Yeah, that was the, uh, almost a year before, I think, or like a half Because he had it, yeah. he got it early. So, I guess it must have been late 2018, 2008. It was 2008, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and then I uh, found out that a buddy of mine in McCallum, Texas, which is where I was living at the time, was starting up a land center. And, uh, man, that really did lead. It's crazy. You said it too, John. It's like, little did we know that would lead to so many relationships to the show, to me knowing who the hell you are. Um, but there was the Anyone Land Center in McAllen, Texas, where I met Broly. I met a bunch of dudes. Jewel Man. Still will never forgive Jewel Man for spoiling uh, Phantom. I'm sorry, Force Awakens, but still a good <laughs> dude. We did a combo video together once with the uh, hands into hands. I don't know if you remember that. Um, played Cammy. Made a lot of friends. Moved to Austin. That was my first. You played Cammy. I played Cammy when it first came out, and then uh, uh, I remember moved to Austin, went to UFO, made some friends there. I can't remember at what point. I guess when Super came out. Is that when they brought in uh, T Hawk? Yes. T Hawk Dudley. Yeah, right. T Hawk came out, and even though I actually went back and I read uh, an old uh, strategy guide I had from back in the day of Street Fighter Super Turbo Days, it mm-hmm. says that he's actually, you know, I, I've been wrong all this time, and we even had. Uh, Seth Killian on once and he confirmed it was like yeah you know sometimes the Japanese just get it wrong and they assume yeah. that Native Americans were Mexicans no in the book unless that was like some retcon it says that he's definitely an American Native American and he got pushed out of his lands and he's living in Mexico yeah they retcon that <laughs> well regardless yeah. um, I thought he was cool he did not he have like, that <laughs> story in Street Fighter 2 I assure you um but um, you know, I think it's cool. I thought he was cool, and I liked him, and that's that was that was it. Jihawk for life. I'm glad it's that do easy you, to win you over. Yeah. But, yeah. Do you think that that like characters like El Fuerte and T? Well, El Fuerte is not a good example because I don't think he would be back anyway. But Seahawk, do you think that Capcom might like not want to bring him back right now just because of how how much resistance that you know that they're going to get about stuff like that at this time in our, you know, social timeline. Do you mean, are you talking about in the uh, context of Street Fighter V or in the context of Trump's America and Build the Wall? Oh, in the context of Trump's America and Build the Wall and just where we're at socially right now, what, I mean, just that we can have you this saying people hate Mexicans or what? 
That's exactly what I was trying to get at. Thanks for saying it so I didn't have to. Yeah. No, just that, uh, just, you know, the, the character being racist in general and how he's always been viewed as such. But, like, where it used to be like, oh, yeah, Capcom, you goofs. Now it's like, well, now you can't, you know, Capcom canceled from hosting the Grammys or the Oscars or whatever happened to Kevin Hart. You know, I think Alberto like, won't come back. I think some of well, them. No, 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 great. but T-Hawk. But T-Hawk, because he's, like, an example of this. Like, he's usually, like, the most cited character when it comes to, like, Capcom being racist, I think. And, um, I don't so you're know, muted, I think by the maybe way, that's Ace. a reason why you wouldn't. Yeah, Big Daddy Ace, we can't hear you. Sorry. I, I don't think it would take all that much to avoid a lot of that. All you would need to do is just make his primary costume not, you know, with a headdress or anything like that. Just he, he just has sort of like a blue jacket or whatever. He's a big guy that throws people. And then, you know, drop the drop the classic costume as DLC and you're fine. You know? It's not like he's he's a caricature outside of the way he dresses. So you change that, you know, just like you change the look of a lot of characters going from four to five. And I don't think it's an issue. But they don't bring up like old stuff is what I'm saying. Like when he does his, it was a super ultra and in, in four, he sits like uh, with his legs crossed on your back and goes whole. And it's yeah. like, you could just have Native Americans don't do that. I don't actually know. Um, no, they should bring him back and wow. let him rock, dude. Wow. I'm being serious. In all the movies and TV shows I've seen, they do similar stuff like that. Wow. That's what well, popular well, culture has led me to believe. <laughs> I'm willing to be educated, okay? And corrected. No. Just, just no. <laughs> just no. Just no. Um, all right. So <laughs> uh, I have a lot of fond memories and what we did prior to the show was Steve asked us all to put in our two, do two matches that you're interested in uh, bringing up. Uh, and we can do that. I'm going to kick us off here. Basically, our favorite moments in Street Fighter IV uh, history, at least some of them. And I'm going to go first. Like I said, this is one of my favorite moments. I'm going to try to get over to the cool part here. Start watching from here. This was Evo. This is a pretty popular one. 2015. For sure. And uh, it's Bonchan using his famous Sagat versus Alex Valle busting out Hugo. Now, Hugo's not considered a high tier, but he had a read on it. He, he, he had a, a feeling how this was going to go. And there's like an awesome read towards the end of this. This is like a regular-ass Street Fighter V match, but an amazing Street Fighter IV match. Okay, I'm going to fast forward to... Um, I think it was towards the end. I mean, yeah. most of these, unfortunately, it's going to be hard to find the exact timing. I don't think we we got those all in there. But yeah, obviously the story here is that I think Hugo was considered a weird pick to fight Sagat with and then ended up working pretty dang well. It would be like something of a, like a 7-3 matchup, a zoner versus Hugo. I know that, that he just was destroyed by Goku. I one time, we were sitting at Wednesday Night Fights, and um, the other Goken player was there, Outlaw, and he was losing to Baez Hugo, and I'm like, no, don't worry, and he played on pad, and I was like, no, I, I'll beat <laughs> Baez Hugo. That was sick, yeah. I'll beat Baez Hugo on pad, which I didn't play, with Goken, and all you need is, like, fireball and standing, you know, medium kick. So, zoners could destroy Hugo, especially with his hurt boxes being what they were and such. So, this was, oh my gosh, I'm like two people to the right on that camera right there. I was right there behind him. And like, it was the electricity in the air I love when it. this happened was amazing. Cause 
because one, no one expected it. Two, it's it's Mr. Street Fighter, who was a competitor back in the day, but was known for a lot more at this time, and it, and it wasn't his competitive side. But he comes back, and he's like, I still got it, Mijos, and, and your <laughs> nephews, I guess he would say. And uh, it was just like, it was so good. It was so good. You know what I love about this? Well, one, you're right, is this last moment here, him standing up on the chair, you know, it's, like, hair. it's it's like a subtle, I guess you could call it a pop-off, but, you know, he's not, like, screaming. He's not, like, pumping his fist necessarily. He's just like, yeah, I'm fucking godlike. And what I like about it, look at that right there, is um, that it feels like old-school Alex Valle when uh, in that old-ass, like, that alpha uh, uh, match that he has against Daigo, who's coming up to the to the plate there. Um, yeah, it's just great. It's got, it's got all the right elements, USA versus Japan, and uh, it's a great one. My next one is from, I don't even remember what tournament it was, to be honest. It says, it doesn't, it's not on the damn Marvel Madness in Canada Cup. But what I like about this is it, it's air, and we don't show enough air on this show, versus Justin Wong, and Justin Wong picks Dan. Now... Um, I think it's James Chan commentating this, and he just starts talking about how it's not like you know. It's funny because they're you, just you, taunted. <laughs> like you, 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 you can't lose to Dan, and that has its own. It's like a Wong factor amplified, right? One, if you lose, you're like, well, I was using Dan. But if if Air loses, he's like, shit, I'm losing to Dan. And it's got another mind game, a layer of a mind game too, and I think it's exciting. And of course, I've given it away. Um, Justin Wong ends up winning this. Uh, is there uh, uh, an equivalent joke character in five? No, nothing like Dan. I mean, <laughs> there are characters that aren't much better than Dan. I guess the closest would be Alex, but like, no, not really. <laughs> no one, no one that's clearly a joke. No one that you would be as a, the way five works. Most of the bad characters are at least explosive. I mean, ironically, the closest thing to losing to Dan would be like if Justin Wong picked Ryu <laughs> in, in season three grand finals of Capcom Cup or something, then you might troll him. But yeah, nothing like this. Um, but, you know, there's just something exciting about having a joke character and using him in a high stakes moment like this that um, I kind of miss. I don't think that it really exists in an equivalent manner in five. What do you guys think of my two picks? He just did super cancel into taunt or cancel into ultra. Yeah. Yes. Look at Air's face right you now. You can tell Air's like, feeling oh the exact gosh. feeling that James described, where he's like, I can't lose this, but I'm about to. <laughs> and that's what happens. The panic sets in. Yeah. You 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 stop playing to win, you start playing to not lose. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that just completely win. screws you over. Okay, I think I have um your picks here, Mike. And All right. I'm going to so fast forward a little bit here. This one is uh, a real slobber knocker from, I think, the last Street Fighter Four Evo. It's Infiltration versus Gamer B. Let me, let me fast forward to the beginning of this In round. The legendary the full... Gamer B picks Elena match. This was the Evo oh where almost everyone picked their backup Elena. We saw Shan Elena. We saw Gamer B Elena. We saw, oh, like, geez. almost, and this was the point where people were worried that Capcom Cup was going to have, like, 32 Elenas because so many people were bringing out their sub-Elenas in the tournament. Now, that didn't end up happening, and the two Elenas that were in Capcom Cup actually didn't do that well this year. But this match was interesting because it really showed how different the game could be with her on the screen. I think Gamer B healed 
somewhere around 20 to 30 times <laughs> in the course of this match. And if you look, I mean, this is literally like... It's a, a long-ass match, This dude. is like a 30-minute match. <laughs> one, two out of three. And there was some timeouts. Yeah, like, so... There's plenty of timeouts. There's 20 healings. It's really weird. Um, even compared to now, right? Like, people talk about patches. This might have gotten patched in Street Fighter V world. But in Street Fighter Four, you know, it shows that the more we go on, the less we have to let rock. And this kind of stuff plagued and interested and created a villain in the game for a long time. And there was, like, an interesting game here, right? Because if Chun throws fireballs, he can focus back, and he gets his ultra again. There it right, is. Right, exactly. So, so the thing about Chun was she had some decent options to punish healing, but at the same time, like, fireball defined her entire neutral game. So Elena could just continuously focus it and build more healings. Yeah, these every one of these matches took fucking forever. <laughs> and he's about, probably about to do another healing here. Let's see. No, oh, it's, does I think he there's not enough. Round? He totally. Oh look! Yeah, he wins so that was because healing. of the healing. Dang, that's there's awesome. There's a ton of rounds <laughs> like this where he wins at the last second by healing back to to make it back. <laughs> I mean, you don't see that. Like that's so weird. Like, what fighting game do you heal to win at the end? It's just not a thing. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about this? I no. mean, it feels like a bygone era. We haven't seen Gamer B. You know, he's not using uh, Adon, he's using his Elena, but uh, we haven't seen Gamer I mean, we don't really have yet. matches that lame in Street Fighter V. A timeout is pretty rare. And when it happens, it's usually fairly tense. It's like a zoner won by, like, slowly chipping him out the entire time. It's never some dude healed the entire game. <laughs> now, the one suggestion I keep seeing when it talks about Elena and possibly bringing her back or patching Ultra or whatever it was, was making her healing a super instead of an Ultra. Do you think that would have been enough to fix that? It would have helped yeah. a lot, for sure, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't have gotten multiple a match. It would have well, changed. Well, it was also FADC, you know, absorbing, and that would build the meter for it. You know, like, that was, it, it was, it was just a clash of mechanics, I think, yeah. that, that really made it what it was. All right, what's this next one? Daigo versus Justin. So this is uh, EVO 2009. This is the first EVO, mm -hmm. right? Uh, for, for Street for, Fighter for, 4. Yeah. And this is where Justin picked, uh, he'd picked, I think, Abel and Winners and lost. And he tried his Rufus and lost. Rufus versus Ryu is a pretty tough matchup. And then he comes out and picks Balrog. And in interviews after, he was like, yeah, I didn't really play Balrog that much, but it just feel like the right pick. <laughs> and he made this incredible match. It was America versus Japan with an American character versus a Japanese one. I was like, what was I, in 2009? Like 16 oh, watching gosh. this shit. Why do you have to throw that back in there, man? And I had never played in a tournament yet, and I was like, this was the match where I was like, wow, this game could be incredible. This is the game that can make a Japanese versus an American this tense for this long it can be so much more than what i'm doing playing online it really kind of got me in oh. to competitive fighting games um yeah so i'm um, sorry i didn't mean to pause it there if you want to keep playing it um any fond memories over there uh on that side of the uh, skype window this was before i was into the scene i saw this in retrospect i did, I, I missed it completely i was doing something else i didn't really get into street fighter until 2010 and um, and so this was cool. But I've, I've seen this a couple of times just because it was always such a revered match. And uh, this was when they had, like, the, the chain link fence, right, was part of the stage, and they were standing up. And it was interesting. It was the first time that when, when they, like, cut to the crowd from this that I saw Street Fighter as, um, 
as like an arena kind of like, you know, with an audience behind it uh, kind of thing. And that was really cool to me. I was like, oh, dude, I want to be there. Like, I want to be the one on that stage fighting and, and you know, people, you know, know who I am and, and, and such. And like, this was uh, a, a big inspiration for me in understanding what the fighting game community was. And, um, and yeah, there you go. You see the crowd there. Uh, but yeah, it was it, it was definitely a moment. I will say one more thing to add is that like for me, this was the first and this has obviously been happening since fighting games were basically a thing in the US. But this was the first time I saw, oh, this is the, the Japanese guy coming over and doing tech that blew our minds. Because, you know, in 2009, you still had to really wait around to find how to play your character, the combos to do and seeing Daigo do, you know, DPFADC ultra so consistently seeing him do the links into sweep and do the hard knockdown Oki, people were like, what the hell is he doing? And I mean, he won Evo, what, two years in a row, pretty free yeah. by being the only like one of two or three Japanese players to come. And it was just such a battle and everyone was on Justin's side to beat him. So cool times, very different than now when obviously, you know, the Japanese are still definitely better than the Americans, but it's, it's not shocking to see us win now. The other thing that uh, stands out to me, it's pretty obvious, is it's like this is roughly 10 years ago, and we're still talking about these players. Justin yeah, Wong these guys and are Daigo still big. Mahara. Yeah, huge. That's and great. they were huge before this, too. So. There you go. All right, uh, let's move on to the next one. One of these has not finished downloading yet, but we're moving on to John's. Um, let me see if I can pull this here real quick. One second. Oh. I know I have it. Dang, where's it at? Um, also... Just to clarify, like these might not be my favorite favorite. They were just what came to mind when we were filling these out. Um, there are plenty of notables that you know we, we're not going to cover here because this game had a million amazing matches. Um, one that I wanted to do but I didn't because um, because it was like more like five matches or nine was uh, Snake Eyes versus uh, and like NorCal. That oh was really yeah. Fun. And I know I don't think we have that on the list here, but like that that's worth mentioning. And there are a lot like that. So. These aren't the best definitively chat preemptively. It's just these were on our minds when we, <laughs> when we uh, asked ourselves this question. So I'm starting with your second pick here because the first one's still downloading, but... Um... I was on the couch. Are you serious? This. You were there? Dang. No, no, no I, wasn't, I wasn't at SCR for this. Oh. Um, I was just on the couch and I was playing online while someone else was watching because we didn't realize that uh, <laughs> that wasn't a very good call. Um, I guess Driftwood was watching. And... Um, I, I was only half paying attention, but I paid attention to the very end. And this one, like I, I'm sure the match is just fine. I don't remember anything notable coming out of it. But it's the very end of the whole thing that's significant. So if you can fast forward, that's sure. the whole significance here. Because um, Tokido was already you know, fairly famous for who he was and what he could do. And his connection to Akuma, Akuma being this brutal, like murderous character, and Tokido having this murderous approach to... Uh, to his, uh, you know, to his gameplay. But it's at the end of this that Tokido ends it with a stun into Raging Demon. And, uh, I mean, I mean, the Japanese players weren't known for having much in the way of, you know, personality on stage for pop-offs and such. Daigo was, like, your main representative, and he was always so stone-faced and solemn and get up and kind of shake your hand and, like, figure out which way the exit was and then go, you know, and that was it. And and that seemed to be the, the the pace for most Japanese competitors that were you know up on the stage. But here, Tokido finishes as it. Fuck, by the way. Yeah, I know. And he gets up and he goes to the projector screen here at the Proud Bird, and he stands in front of it. And on his back is part of the the uh, I was called the Kage, uh, <laughs> the Kanji, on his back where where it's it's 
fucking it's akuma doing it and tokido standing in front of it and it's like this perfect symbolism my writer's brain just climaxes immediately and it was so cool and if he wasn't the murder face before this moment he was the murder face from this moment forward yeah that was a sign me moment right like the uh it's not even a pop-up either it's just such a baller move of course you, you, you and it wasn't even like a throwaway this. raging demon after a stun it was like he countered a dp with like a focus to eat the kunai and he was like oh this is gonna work <laughs> instantly walks up how sick you guys should all go back and watch these um because they're great with the commentary too that's also part of the moment is uh like having the commentators react because they're like why is he walking away he's not gonna shake his hand oh shit like the realization yeah, it's part of, of the funny doing. part about my last clip is like that was like seth killian commentate it was so great and then the next year was when ricky played versus daigo and it was like the g4 guy talking about a flurry of kicks oh man oh uh, was, uh what the <laughs> fuck was his name it's two, two. Adam, all right, to be fair to adam Sussler, i love adam Sussler's commentary it's my favorite there. to this day they just threw him up there because, hey, you know, G4 is doing some stuff. He, he, he has tried to make amends. We love that. I love Adam. You know, you're good people. Yeah, he was good people, but they should not have put him on that. All right. So, uh, John, we're going to have to come back to that, um, sure. that other match. But in the meantime, we have Steve's matches here. We're starting off with Smug versus Dominion. What's this one? Yeah, this was, uh, this was from... Back in 2015, this was a qualifier out of Next Level to uh, a qualifying tournament for Cans Winter Clash, the first CPT event of the year. And this was ultimate offense versus ultimate defense. This was smug in full mayor of Duff City form versus Dominion, uh, the king of defense with that incredible guile wall. And just watching these players go back and forth, all the entire set was ridiculous. Uh, this 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 was grand final. It got a reset. It was an insane set. There's one point where all they're doing uh, is like the the beginning of the second of the reset set, where all they do is just trade fierces, is it, it just fierce, 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 fierce. Those are called duffs, Steve. Yeah. Oh, well. Is it a duff when uh, Guile does it too? <laughs> if Smug's there. If Smug's in the match, he's the only one that gets to duff. Fair enough. Everyone Fair else enough. throws punches. He throws duffs. But this was just an insane sort of set. And, it, and there are so many that you could throw in this category. Uh, the That... Uh, I, I, my mind's called dragging up blank. Uh... Daigo versus Momochi is another one. Uh, At Stunfest? Um, yes. Yeah. That was an insane set. Uh, the Snake Eyes is run. There's so many you can name, but this one was just entertaining from start to finish. It, it, it's just amazing play. You should Do definitely you call who wins so you can spoil it? Um, Smug won, but he couldn't go, so Dominion ended up uh, going to France. And <laughs> it was good because he got a return ticket. <laughs> <laughs> What's the closest character to Dudley in four in five? Would it be would it be Balrog? It might be Balrog because of the sway, but I mean, no one no one really feels the same. Mm -mm. Yeah. Man, Street Fighter Four was a good game. Mike. I fucking hated Street Fighter Four. <laughs> I've not I said this a million times. I knew you I were did say like that. Guile more in four than five, though, which is why I don't play Guile in five, even though he's much better. Yeah, you play Vega. I like Vega. 
All right, uh, moving on to your next... It was not fun in four. Uh, No one likes Vega in four. No one. Um, Steve, you want to set up your next uh, clip here? Yes, I do. Um, (laughs) This one's terrible. I wish you hadn't used this one. It's perfect. You know, because this is a match that teaches you perhaps more about fighting games than any other match you could see. (laughs) From DreamHack Winter 2013, Gandhi versus FSP. This, this is my favorite. This is my favorite <laughs> this is such match, a good match of any fighting game of all time. If Look at you Logan. Don't know, yeah. <laughs> if you don't know the story, FSP, <laughs> it, it, pretty decent player from Europe. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this moment will never escape him. Gandhi was just a guy who plays like League of Legends. He he mashes buttons. He borrowed someone's sick just to enter because entry was free. And it, it's an amazing match to watch because you have S- FSP, who is this tournament player, <laughs> who, and you have and, and he makes plays based on what he expects Gandhi to do. Well, Gandhi just and, did a one frame link combo. <laughs> And I didn't even mean to. Exactly. This is just that jump in DP. He mashes. He jumps. He he tries. He throws out special moves with like fifty percent uh, accuracy. But the thing was, Gandhi was playing him, or, or excuse me, FSP. The decisions he made was were basically as if he were playing a standard tournament player. And Gandhi was anything but a standard tournament player. So you see the stuff he did, like right there. The stuff he was doing is stuff that shouldn't work. You may sure use all day. <laughs> it's fantastic. You're you right. could spend an hour going over this. And this is one where the commentary it. makes it, by the way. So definitely make sure to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> There is actually Ultra Chen did a first attack episode based solely on this uh, this match. It's it, it, and I, I I'm dead serious on this. It's obviously funny. It's obviously part of lore. But learning how to play your opponent versus play the opponent's character is such an important skill. And this is required viewing for anyone who who's going to enter a tournament. <laughs> Gandhi's He's getting real salty too, dude. You can tell. Both of their faces also a big component of this. Oh my god. He 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 got so frustrated that he was losing to a player that's doing these dumb things. <laughs> and it and just, now we're all just D- is it DSP is his name? FSP. DSP FSP. is a completely different person. <laughs> all right, great. I'm glad I asked. Uh, but now when we play five. It, all of us feel like this all the time. Oh, I should have downloaded the video of me beating DSP. Yeah? It's on my YouTube favorites. So oh, I feel film. like I've yeah. seen that one. Yeah. Or he's just like making a bunch of... Uh, bunch he of called cheeses. me something like a baby fucker loser. <laughs> like, I don't remember what the term was. <laughs> but it made me laugh. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, your, your final match here has downloaded. Let me uh, pop it in so here. So for, for this one, we're, I like you were talking about Mume Shoryu's because even though it was a thing long before this... Every time I watch this, even though I know what's coming, um, even just the first round, and I think we should watch the the first just the first game is enough. But the first round is just amazing. In that this is gamer B, this is gamer oh, this B is versus Daigo. But game, just I'm not even gonna say anything. Let's just watch. Is this it. the same tournament? This is Let's the most insane fucking match. This is ever. grand finals. 
Hold on. It's going to go a little, yeah, bam. I mean. Oh, one. Nope, you're going to jump it. Two. Oh, Man, that does a lot of damage. Three. Walk up. Four. Oh, yeah. And this is not the only round where this happens. He does this no. like seven different rounds. And what was it? I mean, Daigo obviously this is not is a joker. This is of that event. Gandhi sat in that very seat. He lent <laughs> his power to Daigo. The Gandhi butt sweat seeps through and gives you amazing DPs. I mean... And now, I don't know more. if it happens in this round. I think, I think Gamer B actually brings it back in this round. But, uh, but it, we go right back to the Ume Shoryu's afterwards, too. Now, yeah, did like, you guys ever watch the Kappa Guide to Ryu? Huh. No, what's that? Oh my god, there's this I forget their name, but on YouTube, if you look up the Kappa Guide, it's like all of these troll trolly like one to two minute clips of like how to play a character, and it's just great. And the one for this one okay. is this this MMA training video where he talks about how to do an uppercut and how to space an uppercut. And like he, he paced Daigo and Gamer B's face on it. They just show clips from this. It, it's great. You really need to go watch that on YouTube. The interesting There's thing about this clip is that a lot of the times Daigo reads uh, a wake up with DP. You know, sometimes that's the best option to beat a wake up DP, but sometimes it's not. And he does it anyway. <laughs> a lot of these DPs felt like they were for the sake of dominance. <laughs> Like, and not for the sake of gameplay whatsoever. They felt like he knew he was in his head and this was what was going to get him more shook. Some of them were strategic. Some of them were just an option he knew would work. And it was it was something else to do that versus such a good player as Gamer B that many times. Um, but, you know, for me, the takeaway in general is just what a fantastic game. A lot of memories. You, you can't deny the memories no, and the moments. No, I can't deny the memories of Street Fighter. I mean, we should do a few off the top of our heads, uh, you know, honorable mentions. Obviously, anything from uh, Mike Ross at 2010. Dude, you, you beat Evo me to it. And I was going to say Excellent Adventures, but what do you got? Well, Evo 2010, where Mike got, you know, top eight at Evo. Spoilers. And, you know, and but but that was where he graduated from, like, the people's champ lowercase to the people's champ uppercase. Um, that was that was a huge moment. Uh, I mean, everything infiltration's ever done yeah, in the game. Um, Shen winning with uh, with Gen. Oh yeah. Uh, infiltration pulling out Hakan against PR Balrog at Evo Top Eight. I mean, you could sit here all night and we'd come up with new ones in six hours from now after brainstorming the entire time. It was, it was good times. Sanford throwing his stick. Yeah, that's a classic. Uh, that, that, that's a, the first there's maker. also one that's a little lesser known, uh, but it's this 3v3 tournament from launch that has online Tony and Hugo 101 on one side. And the other guy, other side, it's this Sagat player named uh, Iron Fist. And he throws out like, 40 tiger uppercuts throughout the entire set and it shouldn't work but it does and it, it it's the most amazing thing the crowd gets into it like every time he throws one like yeah <laughs> it, 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 it's great it's great you, you need to watch that it was yeah. a different era right i mean i remember the first time i thought of this game was the gamestop invitational where you had to to get there you had to do a local gamestop tournament which involved like you had to play on pad like they didn't let you play on stick and then there was like a, a region one and the winner of the region went to the national one and justin wong won the american bracket and then he got the play versus daigo and eo 
in like a, a round robin 3v3 and we saw our first Japanese footage. That stuff was crazy. Um, yeah. I think the world aspect and like seeing players come across for the first time has kind of been lost due to the internet. Mm -hmm. And that's not a game thing. That's just the way the world works. But it's cool when that kind of stuff still happens. Yeah, man. Um, I was going to mention as well, you, you already kind of touched on it, John, but uh, I feel like Excellent Adventures has a huge part to do with how much I enjoyed the game. <clears throat> There's also a YouTube channel, was it like Shinakuma XX, Shinakuma XX, something to that effect, that he would just post a bunch of replays all the time, and man, I poured hours into that. It's good times, man. It's good. It was a more interesting time. 24. Say what? Yoga, Yoga Flame 24, too. I want to say this guy was before Yoga Flame. I'm not going to lie. At least I found him before that. Um, this was in the early days, and man, I spent way too much time watching this. Alon, what do you got? Okay, so I was asked to bring up two matches, and I couldn't think of it at the time, but now I got two. Uh, and these aren't the best matches, but they were the most meaningful to me. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> first one was uh, Winter Brawl in 2013. It was the first tournament I ever went to, and it was the one where they flew out Gamer B for the first time, and he just absolutely mullered Zeus in the exhibition match and i got like 200 bucks out of it, it was fucking awesome <laughs> and uh and my second one is uh i was at nlbc for the last ever uh arcade edition 2012 tournament before they switched to ultra and i got to see the last snackish special from Ooh, uh from aqua yeah. silk mm -hmm. so classic and then apparently the grand finals was awesome but i had to catch a bus back to pennsylvania before i got to see the grand finals I miss oh. Rush Hour. I miss Dude, Rush, Rush Hour, Hour was so great, much. man. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a fan. Um, all right. Any other honorable mentions before we move on uh, on our little mini retrospective on Street Fighter 4? There's a million of them. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I beat Integra. Um, it was at, at a tournament in Dallas, and he cried. <laughs> oh, and it was God. fucking sick. <laughs> he told me I'd uh, never beat him in a fighting game ever. <laughs> and it was my first. I just picked up Ultra and beat his ass. So that's my favorite. Oh match. wait, that was a. Uh, I picked poison and I just fucking yes. sat there and I did fireball and he couldn't beat it. That was. I remember I was at a Panda Run event. Uh, was it like a bar fight or something? Not really something. One like of that. those fucking events. Or a what D Town beat down. What about Gamer B and Justin at Evo? I lost. Out the Adon, the uh, Adon that no one thought was any good and just destroyed Jay Justin. I, I lost money on that too. I there was a pity bet because I was down a bunch of money or something like that from Vegas gambling. So my friends like, hey, I'll bet on the other guy if you want to bet on Justin because we didn't know who Gamer B was at the time. <laughs> and then Gamer B wins, and it was like odds or something like that. It was terrible. That was very sad. <laughs> well, um, all right, let's uh, let's move back to what everybody really wants to talk about, which is Street Fighter Five. And we got some positive news here. This will cheer everybody up. Um, it's Blanca's birthday. It's Blanca's birthday, and to celebrate, check this out. So this is really broken. I looked into it a little bit. I don't know exactly how hard it is to do. Basically, from what I understand, you plink a link, uh, uh, like a command hop forward with a super, and you freeze time for something like 90 frames <laughs> while hopping forward, and then you can do whatever you want. And this breaks the game. Like, if you can do this consistently, you can just freeze them, do a jump in, and infinite them anytime you catch them not doing something. It is completely broken. Um, if it is at all doable, it has to be banned. And it's the first thing we've really seen like this in Street Fighter V. Like, we, um, 
we took it into training mode. I didn't. Uh, Dream King took it into training mode to test it to see if that's what we usually do, a physical itch or something. We try to recreate it ourselves before posting about it if possible. And um, he was able to get it almost immediately. Um, they, they say that the timing is pretty tight. Like you can't, I don't know that's a one frame timing, but they, it was YYDD, I think his name is, said that if you're one frame late, it won't work and you'll just get super. And that's, you know, but, uh, but it seems like it's pretty doable to the point where I think like an emergency patch is, uh, is necessary. Jesus. That's cool. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty easy to ban, thankfully. So, like, they're not going to have to, like, take Blanca out of the game. Like, you wouldn't accidentally do this. Like, no one's accidentally, like, it happened. I guess it did happen accidentally when they found it, but uh, it seems discreet enough that you could stop someone from doing it without really killing the game. And it's like, yeah, just say you're not allowed to do it. I'm not much of a person to ban things, but this is, like, so absurdly broken that it makes him the only character in the game if it's doable consistently. It's like, just don't do it, you know? It's that easy, I think. Are you guys surprised to see this in the game? You know, we haven't seen a ton of glitches. I mean, it, Street Fighter Five has had them and such, but they've never really, to my knowledge, and like immediate off the cuff, I don't remember there being much of a, of a game-breaking thing like this. I think this is the worst we've seen, and the game's like three years old now, right? So, I mean, and it, and it should be that way. I mean, we've had 30 years of... of building games and you know having glitches and such that they should be able to sidestep a lot of the older ones um so but i think this is the first the first one at all close to this that's for sure yeah okay so that was the uh the blanca uh infinite basically all my hope is that i remember at street fighter cross second evo the one that i famously got top 16 and y'all meet me for <laughs> um they banned relento because he had a glitch where if he threw a fireball at a, or he threw a knife at a fireball, the game froze. Mm -hmm. And so and instead of saying, don't do this, you know, like it was something pretty easy to avoid. Or if you do this, the Relento player loses the round, they banned fucking Relento. I don't, and I don't want to see them do any stupid shit th like that. This again. is a completely different situation, though, because that freezes the game and it's something that could come up accidentally because Relento can jump back and throw knives in the course of a regular game without True. trying to hit a fireball right so where this this is you have to do it you have you essentially have to intend to do it in order to do it and if it happens you can just pause and take it to character select right and not lose a whole bunch of time so um steve you have some stuff here in the uh, graphics folder that i don't want to go i don't want to miss um i gotta go yeah yeah but we gotta we gotta wrap it up here um do you, what do you want to get into next, Steve? Um, I think we should probably jump into the Evo, Evo um, or the Evo game list. Okay. Because uh, Wizard announced that the Evo game list will come out at some point after Evo Japan. So probably not at Evo Japan itself. Maybe at you know maybe at the conclusion, but we don't know. We don't know yet. Uh, but we figured it's time to give you guys a chance to uh, possibly win a game for us. This is the second year in a row we're doing this. Uh, so there will, uh, if you follow our Twitter, we just tweeted out the link. Uh, also, you can go to uh, tinyurl.com slash bestofvcontest to get to the form. All you do is you fill out your contact information, 
predict how many games will be in the EVO lineup and which games they'll be. Uh, of all the players who get it correct, or if no one gets it correct, all the players who get the closest, we will enter into a random drawing, and one of those players will get will get their choice of any game from the EVO 2019 lineup. Ooh. That's cool. I thought we were giving away um, these uh, limited edition. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. Here it comes. I'm dropping the ball. I thought we were giving I'm away waiting. these uh, limited edition. Damn it. <laughs> Get in here. Is it the ties? No, you don't remember these uh, awesome limited edition uh, straight off the presses uh, Fathead Echo Fox stickers? Oh, cute. <laughs> I would love to have that punk up. Well, those like... are worth a lot of money now. Those are still available. As, <laughs> you know, I checked last week. They are still available. Uh, if you look up Echo Fox Fathead. <laughs> That's like such a cool one, the punk one. I don't know. I want one. Uh, no, we're not giving those away. Uh, we're giving away as... How much is that? Dude, it's 20 bones. You want one? Should get one for the studio. We should. No, we should give them away to should fans. In the background, Listen, y'all tweet at us. Would you rather have a game, a fighting game, or one of these badass uh, big head punk and or... <laughs> what? Or uh, Jay Wong's... Oh, there's also an Echo I, I, Fox I, one for anybody else who's really interested. I'm sorry, uh, Sonic Fox one. No, not interested. All right, no takers. No, no, no takers whatsoever. So that was that. We um, got a block grab. But in the meantime, we do have a block grab. I'm going to put it up to you guys. You know that there's two block grabs here. Or what, would you, what were you calling them? Not block grabs, Steve? What did you say they were called? Uh, I was calling them block grabs. Okay. Um, there's one, which games make the list? For Evo Japan, I'm sorry for Japan. I'm sorry for Evo. My goodness. And then there's also a block grab on. Hey, there's a uh, Nintendo Direct, manana. Uh, nobody said anything about Smash Brothers, but we still have yet to hear who's left to be on the DLC five pack. I think it's a five pack of characters. They four showed more. four more. They've shown Joker. So, what do y'all think? Chat also, please opine. Give us a one if you want to hear DLC for Smash, or a two. If you want to do a block grab on the um, Evo games, what do you guys think, Steve? I, I'm voting too. I want to talk about some Evo games. John? Okay. Evo games, what everyone wants to hear. Evo games. All right, block or grab, guys. You're missing out on a hilarious <laughs> trolley uh, Smash Ultimate. We'll have to save it. All okay. right, so we're ignoring Street Fighter, Tekken, and Ultimate. Are we not getting we're, our graphic? The, 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 yeah, where's, where is it? So the obvious ones are Street Fighter V, Tekken, and Ultimate. We're ignoring those. Yeah, we're assuming fair. the Street Fighter V, Tekken, and Smash Ultimate will definitely be at Evo, and we're moving on. So, making the games list. Blocker Grab, Mike, Dragon Ball Fighters. Are we? Is this like Blocker Grab as if we, we think it's going to make it, or as if we want it to make it? Grab if it's going to make it. Block if there's no way it makes it. All right. So for Dragon Ball Fighter Z, I think it will make it. If it doesn't, that would be like, what a blow to the game, right? I don't know if it should be. Are you, wait, this is Evo 2019, not Evo Japan. Right. Okay, yeah. why not? Because it doesn't deserve it, because of the way the handlers of the property have uh, eh, They should it. put it in. Never mind. I'm there's, not going to say that. Grab. I think there's no way that Fighters doesn't make it. I think it's like a, like a 99% lock. Seems likely. See, 
See, I, I, I would think that Evo gets it done, but you would think that if they could get that deal done, that they would have gotten it done for uh, Evo Japan. I still think it's a grab, but it's not as as hardy of a grab as I would think it is. You know what's crazy is that there are games that would kill to be at Evo, right? Um, anyway, we're not going to go down that route. But uh, all right, so there you go. Elon, do you care to opine or should we move on here? Nah, I don't care. All right, so you are no longer a part of this block grab. I'm a block. All right, next game. <laughs> Blocker grab on Melee so they can hate on Hungrybox again. I think it will be there. I don't want it to be. Care to opine on why? Sick of this game. I've already said it. Like, I don't know. I'm sick of this game. I feel like they lost all their, like, a lot of the best, most interesting players have either quit or become streamers. Um, I'm not really interested in the narrative anymore. It bores me to death. Um, I want it to die. Yeah, I don't want it to die. I don't want it to be at Evo. John? I think it's still going to be there. I think that uh, we have this freaking conversation every time. Uh, Evo likes money, and so Melee will be there. Yeah. Half of, um, if you look at the Melee tournament last year, even half of that, if it carries over to the next year, would still be a big deal. I, I, I think it's just too much to leave on the table right now, unless Nintendo comes in and says, hey, hey, Evo guys, don't let them in. Let's just make it ultimate. All right, we'll be cool. They'd, they'd have to Nintendo, you know, make it interesting for that. Nintendo badly wants that game to go away. They really only want it to be a ball up about ultimate you know I i've heard that thinking here, but... steve a million times before everybody has that everybody says that man nintendo would love for this people stop playing this fucking game has nintendo ever come out and said does anybody have that definitive well they tried to get it out of evo the one time but that yeah. that wasn't because they want i mean i suppose you could make that argument but again it wasn't like definitive so you're saying that's a uh grab steve it's more definitive than any other action we've seen um it, it, it's a grab. It will be there. I think this will be the last year, though. All right. Uh, next would be Eunice. Sorry, you got skipped, Elon. Yeah, block. Okay, you're blocking on Eunice. I'm counting that as Eunice. I am... Oh, I like Eunice. Blanket blocking other anime games. I don't think any of them will make it. I think BB Tag has a chance. I don't think Eunice or Exert have any chance. You're getting ahead of me here. Wow. Um... I don't know. The, the community has gotten pretty small. Um, I think they consider DBFZ to be... A, I, I think they might take BB Tag again, but that would be it. There's no way Eunice makes it. I would say 0%. John? I don't think so. It's it's too... I don't think it has enough of a, of a big enough fan base. Um, at least when other people think about it, they don't go, oh, yeah, that's going to... that's gonna Again, if you like money, then this probably isn't the way to go about it. More More in that vein than does it deserve to be there. Um, so, yeah, uh, I don't think it's going to be there. Steve? It's either the smallest game that does get in or or the biggest game that doesn't, in my mind. And I'm torn. I, I, I'm i going to be adventurous. I'm going to say grab. I think it does get in. All right. Uh, you said you like Unist. Uh, Exerd? Block or grab? No. I, they, it, got, it wasn't, it wasn't there last year, right? It was. It was. Oh, it was? Yeah. So they had yeah. BB Tag, Exerd, and DBFZ? Yeah. Okay, well, I think this is his first year out then. I don't... Uh, it's just gotten smaller and smaller. It's like incredibly niche at this point. It's not even like the main anime game anymore. Um, 
I think it's a cool game. I think it has a cool scene, but I, I think it's gone. John? Which game? Exert. Um, Eczema. It hasn't been replaced, has it? No. So, I mean, but there, but I mean, maybe replaced in the sense that, I mean, I don't, I, I feel like Dragon Ball is kind of anime, kind of versus, but it doesn't really necessarily like trump out either side. So, I mean, Guilty Gear hasn't seen a lot of new action for a while, but I feel like the fans are still there, and I feel like you need some kind of presence. So it's like either a Guilty Gear or a Blaze Blue, maybe both. But I think Blaze Blue has something newer at the moment. So if you did one or the other, I think it might go to Blaze Blue. So it's hard for me to block a Guilty Gear. Um, I guess I will, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if uh, if it does show up. Steve, let's wrap it up. We got four minutes. I would be a lot more comfortable blocking if it wasn't part of the Arxis World Tour. I do think it gets in one more time. So I'm going to grab uh, Mahela Grab. Uh, uh, both Blaze Blue and Exert have been switching off of the Sunday spot for Evo for a few years now, I think. Um, and yeah, part of me thinks they're going to announce a new Exert this year because it's been hinted at. Uh, so they would have the game, so then at the end they could yeah, have the reveal. I think so. Or maybe, I don't know like what the schedule is for the Arc Revo World Tour is, but like if they announced it before Evo, that'd be pretty dope. Okay. Um, Evo is the last stop before uh, the finals. Okay. Yeah, then, the then if, well. yeah, then if that's a thing, it might be announced there. But anyway. All right. Lightning rounds here. Soul Calibur okay. 6. Okay. Uh, Soul Calibur 6, no plot. I think it'll be there. John? I think it'll be there, but like I haven't seen anything for this game. We're doing main games, by long. the way, right? Like Mr. Wizard yeah. announces them, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so, just because it's Soul Calibur 6. But man, they've done everything they can to like hurt their chances i've never heard of anyone playing that game <laughs> you know it would be historic right because they banned the game in the community after there was some uh pot splitting a couple years back steve uh it it should be there i it I, it's hard for me to talk myself out of it i i i'm gonna grab yeah all right uh quickly lightning round uh, grab dead or alive six definitely not john it might it might just get edged out even though it's a brand new game it might get edged out because there are just too many other bigger games but i, I it's hard to block that too i'm gonna grab uh we got some blocks in the chat here steve block or grab on doa i just don't see three d uh three 3d games in the mix i'm gonna block i uh, think there's gonna be a small evo game lineup wise and i think if they're smart they will do that you mean like usually like eight right it's usually like eight, yeah. I think they've oversaturated yeah. it. People fucking hate the Friday spot. No one wants that, you know? Like, I feel like they're better off letting them be run on the side, personally. All right, uh, moving on. Injustice. And I've been on the Friday spot many years. Why would they have Injustice at Evo? They will o definitely. Over MK11. I mean, there is 0% Injustice will be there. I would like... No. MK11 is okay. block, 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 block. MK11 is not on the list. MK11? MK11 will clearly be Crap. there, yes. Grab, yeah, grab, right. grab, 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 grab. All right. Mar Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. MVCI. No. If MVCI is at Evo. You're making top eight? I will. I think I'll give 100 copies away. <laughs> Come on. Dan. Clip, Clip it. Clip it. John? That'll cost you like 1000 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> 
John, you're up. Yeah. Block no, and grab. No, no, no that, that's a silly question. Mm-hmm. 100 copies away. If it is main game. Steve? I'll do it. Out of my own pocket. I, I, I wish it would be in there. I'm going to block, though. All right. Same. Same. Power Rangers, protect the grid. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh Honestly, it wouldn't shock me at this point. That's, um, that's it. We'll have to save the Smash DLC one. My, I really think there's a possibility that Evo is something like Street Fighter, Tekken, Mortal Kombat, Ultimate, Ultimate, uh, Melee. Dragon Ball has to be in and there. And Dragon Ball. Like six games. I could see a six-game Evo. That'd be good. Really, only I, I think it's going to be at least seven. But you might be right. I'm just saying. I, I feel like they've had a tough time with Evo Japan. I feel like they're. I feel like they're going to change things around. We'll see. I think that's more about not being in Tokyo than anything else, honestly, and just how late they announced the games. That is the end of our episode of this week's Best of Five. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you everybody who participated in the chat. And thank you for our subs. Come on, um, I hope they don't do, put MVC on any. Do you have a list of those subs by any chance, Alon? Uh, yeah. One. Sorry, we've been bad okay. about the subs. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, right. we have Blue, Puzera, some jerk. Uh, that's you. Uh, Beaver, FTW, Beats by Noel Brown, Zalbog, Beaver, and Dash, No Chris. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. Thank all you guys of for you. watching. Appreciate it. All right, guys. See you next week. <laughs>